Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, we are live right now, and guys, I do apologize. I don't think I've done podcasts for the like the last three, four days. Oh, Thailand has given me food poisoning. Thank you so much, Thailand. You guys are all wonderful human beings. Uh, I don't know how exactly it happened. I know exactly where the source came from, and now I will never eat that particular food ever again. Nor will I ever buy anything from that shitty-ass little 7-Eleven ever again. But nonetheless, here I am, and today we're going to talk about legacy. Just this past weekend, on Saturday, South Africa triumphed over the, the, the three lions of England. It was one of the most beautiful things I had ever seen in my life. We're talking rugby, people. You know, after the All Blacks had fallen to England, I asked myself, I said, you know what, man, this is really bad. Because I know those dogs that I used to work with, they're probably saying, England, England, these 700 million year old fools. All right. And they don't even have blood in their stream, their bloodlines anymore. They have dust in their bloodlines. Okay. I'm just keeping it real. These are, these are Gen B's that are completely against all wonderful things that are emerging in the landscape today in present world. So I'm like, no, England, you've got to lose. I'm sorry. Now, for those British folks that actually listen to me, that's perfectly fine. I'm not talking about anyone from England. I'm talking about the nasty Brits that actually live here in Thailand who engage in very, very illegal activity. So, nonetheless, I said, oh, yes, 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 South African. I talked to one of my South African teachers, and he said, Arsenio, we're going to beat the hell out of him. I said, how the hell are you going to do that? He said, their World Cup final, that World Cup, Rugby World Cup final was against the All Blacks. They're completely psychologically dead right now. And that's when we come in. And I said, man, I hope you're right. And so I didn't check anything for probably, it wasn't until I got home until I was waiting for one of my students to coach up. And I said, oh my God, the game, the game, the game. So I hurried up and went on and yes, South Africa 32, England 12. I screamed. I, I rejoiced. And I went on to see some of the interviews. I did not know so much about the captain, but, of course, the South African teacher. Earlier in the day, he mentioned the captain, and I listened to this captain. Oh, my God, I cannot pronounce his name. But you could just put captain of a South African rugby team in on Google, and you will see this man. You know what? When he was speaking, I realized that that's a leader, that there are no leaders in the world today. None. See, if you look at the likes of uh, all the NBA stars, they're not leaders, okay? They're doing it for what's good, you know, for what's in it for them. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine, but that's not true fulfillment. And this is why some of the players, like by the name of uh, Damian, not Damian Lillard, uh, DeRozan, he's depressed because he's not fulfilled with what he's doing. Or maybe because nasty things from his past are hindering what he is really trying to show to the world. So, here he is, and he said, how much does this team, how much does this win mean to your team? He didn't talk about the team. He went straight on to say, this was for South Africa. Back home, there are people being killed. We're going through so many problems. But what we did today was, it was a unified effort. And he said, what we can do as people, if we can all come together and attain the goal, Things could get done in our country. He mentioned nothing about the rugby team in general. He mentioned nothing about the score. He didn't mention anything about the other opposing side being this and being that. Like most NBA, NFL, and all American professional sports players do. They always talk about, oh yeah, well this team and that team. And then they say, yeah, yeah, we knew we were going to beat them in this because they're so pompous. See, 
This is why I cannot support people like that. This is why I can give a damn about sports in America because when it comes to sports or anything for that lack of matter, let's get let's let me give you another example. Usain Bolt. See, a lot of people would say his legacy, you know, he ran the he's the fastest man ever, but honestly, what Michael jo- uh what Michael Johnson did, see, he did it for us in America back in 1996 when he broke that record. That record has far more way than anything that Usain Bolt has accomplished. Now, back in Jamaica, maybe, maybe, just maybe, he has influenced a lot of people. I'm glad he did. But he never for once said he did it for the country of Jamaica. He always said him, 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 him. See, guys, I've always envisioned myself running out on the track, you know, competing in one of the in the Olympics and doing this, doing that. Of course, I'm actually listening to my earpods and I'm running on the streets of Bangkok acting like it's a fucking Olympic final. But I always said it is not for me, it's for my people back home. I'm not talking about America. Hell no, I'm not talking about America. I'm talking about Puerto Rico. See, what we have gone through, okay, the thousands upon thousands of deaths when that hurricane came in, ripped us apart, and of course, America did nothing. But nonetheless, I do it for them. Not only that, I do it for the Native American Indians. I really do. So when I actually look at everything and I look at what has happened over the since 1776, the inception and the nasty ass George Washington leading all the way up and seeing the entire indigenous population of America get completely wiped out at the hands of genocidal maniacs and colonizers, <laughs> a.k.a. killers, you know, I always would do it for them. And that's what this South African rugby captain said during an interview. He said, this is for the country. This isn't for the money. This isn't for this. This isn't for that. This is for the country. And I'm going to give you another example. I was just listening. And I love it because Rich Dad, Poor Dad, don't get me wrong, love it. I'm going to be getting back into these very soon. Extraordinary. Now, I didn't know how smart Shaq Shaquille O'Neal. Again, he's just a basketball player in America. I don't give a damn how good he was. Because, again... Let's just put it this way. Shaq, he's so financially smart. However, he talks about education and how people need to be educated. Honestly, I think education is trash, okay? This modern education system is completely dog shit because it's the same thing that continues to perpetuate a lot of nasty things. Uh, Separation, racism, sexism, religionism, fanaticism. This is what this education system does. See, if we can create a new one, that's in alignment with the, in harmony with the individuals around the world. See, things can begin to change. But Shaq goes on to say, oh, yeah, education, education. I'm like, get the fuck out of here with this education shit. But he is financially smart. However, he never said that he had a foundation and that he is helping people. But Charles Barkley, he actually doubled up on what an NBA player had said probably during one of the Eastern Conference Finals just last year. He said, you know what? I'm building wells in Tanzania, this NBA player said. And Charles Barkley said, how much are the wells? He said, 45000 He said, I'll buy one. He said, thank you so much, Charles. And on national TV, Charles spent 45000 of his dollars to buy a well in Tanzania. See, that is far greater than all the bullshit cars, all the bullshit jewelry, all the bullshit girls that you actually, all the brain dead, you know, half-naked women that you bring over to these parties and on these yachts and everything. It's bigger than everything that you will ever achieve in a sport. That's why when LeBron James 
when he opened up a school, I think it was in Akron, Ohio, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in, in, in an area where there are at-risk children, meaning children who will end up, you know, committing crimes or, you know, taking the bad route in life. When he opened that school, that is greater than any NBA achievement he will ever achieve in his lifetime. The NBA championships to this, to this, to that, it does not matter. Opening up a school is much bigger. And that's why with Michael Jordan, you know, a lot of people say, yes, he opened up a clinic. He did this. He did that. But guess what? He is responsible for the over 3,000 African-American deaths that have happened in America over the last 20 years because he releases a limited edition of his shoes. Instead of saying, you know what? Everyone should have these shoes. He says, no, only a limited edition should be let out. Thus, this is what happens when, hey, you got those Jordans. Give them to me or I'm going to kill you. Boom, killed you. And so what legacy is going to be left? Jordan, I was a kid when he was playing. All right, you were fantastic on the court. But outside of that, this guy was an asshole. Hell, even to his teammates, he was the biggest asshole in the world. And guess what? 3,000 African-American deaths? Oh, yeah. See, Michael Jordan? Oh, man, I got no respect for him. None. And that legacy he left, a lot of people are going to say, oh, yeah, the basketball player. No, 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 no. What were your real achievements? Tell me what you really did. And what he really did? Oh, it's a stain. It's a stain in the colored society. Now, Shaquille, he's just being who, you know, what most Americans are. Spend for him. Business, 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 business. Okay, wonderful. Buy the bullshit cars. But nothing for nothing for the country in the motherland of Africa. Nothing for the community. Okay. Yes, he has a PR. He has a personal uh, a public relations officer, whatever you want to call them. And they say, hey, come on, let's start up something so we can get a better image in this and that. No, 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 no. He's not doing it from his heart. And I know when a man is not doing it from his heart. See, guys, what you're going to learn in this podcast today is what legacy you're going to leave. What legacy? See, my voice, who knows when people are going to be listening to this? 10 years from now? 100? 1,000? 10,000? Sure, the, what is it, the human population might be extinct by about 20,000 years. But nonetheless, when is it? When is it exactly going to, what, what, people who listen to this, they're going to be like, God damn, he made this many episodes? And he got how much from it? Not much at all. Why? Because that's the legacy I want to leave. Understand what your legacy is and make sure it is unattached to money. I'm your host as always. Good to be back. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.